0: Hey guys, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be reading out of Luke chapter 4, verse 18. If you have your Bibles, chapter 4 of Luke, verse 18, it says this. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and a recovery, uh, recovery of the sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That was Jesus talking. So I'm gonna pray real quick. Father, I thank you today for this podcast. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to me to help your people today. I pray you use my life. Give me utterance in the Holy Ghost. Anoint my tongue as the pen of a ready writer. As I speak, I pray that you speak through me. And to help them where they're at today. God, I thank you that every person listening to me is encouraged. They get encouraged by this. They get uplifted by this. And that a transformation takes place in them today. In the greatest name above every name. The name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So this is Jesus talking. He's preaching in the synagogue. And he's saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the broken hearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are bruised and oppressed, and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So, the ministry of Jesus is the ministry that he carried. He set people free. As you read in the Gospels, you see how he healed the sick, how he raised the dead, how he casted out demons. How he did mighty, mighty works. He set people free. And that is what the anointing does. And before I get ahead of myself, the title of this message today is called, What is This? What is This? And it's my title because I preached a couple Sundays ago at at our church at Gospel Tabernacle on the power of the Holy Spirit. The the foundation scriptures were Acts chapter 19, Acts 1 5, Luke 3 16, all regarding the power of the Holy Ghost and the speaking with other tongues and the Holy Ghost coming and filling us and empowering us and setting us free, etc. And as I began to minister, you could feel in the very atmosphere of the room that people were getting touched as I was preaching. And I laid hands on many, and many encountered the living Christ. They fell out under the power, began to speak in other tongues. Others were laughing. Others were filled with great joy. Others were weeping and crying under the power. And what is this? What is this anointing that Jesus was talking about? What is this power that I preached about? If you go back in the archives and the uh, Facebook or YouTube channel, you will see the message that I preached. But what is this anointing? What is this stuff that Jesus carried? Well, it is what's called the anointing. It is the anointing in Isaiah ten twenty seven. It's a powerful scripture about the anointing. And it says this, it shall come to pass in that day. This is Isaiah prophesying that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Hallelujah. The anointing comes into the very atmosphere of the room to set you free. Whatever is binding you, whatever is holding you back, whatever is holding you to a place of oppression, what is ever binding you, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's depression, maybe it's fear, maybe it's lack, maybe it's whatever. Your marriage is a mess. You don't know what, what to do next. All the things of life, the fires of life. The anointing comes to set you free, hallelujah. The anointing comes to break off those bondages that hold you from the devil. That's why the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So Jesus went around healing those setting those free that were oppressed by the devil. And that's what we carry. That's the ministry of Jesus that he has given us. He has delegated us power. He has delegated us authority in the realm of the spirit to lay hands on people, to cast out devils, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to do signs and wonders in his name, to set God's people free. Can you say amen? That's what the anointing is for. That's what it's for, is to set people free. And as I began to minister, people were getting touched. People were getting healed, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. And that's what we need in this generation, is the power of the gospel, the power of the anointing that will set you free. So what happens when the power of God shows up? What happens when the power of God shows up in a service? What happens when the power of God shows up in your life? Well, the the first thing that's going to happen is that anything that is binding your life, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's anger, maybe it's lust, maybe it's things that are holding you back, that anointing comes to destroy that off of your life so you can live a victorious life in Christ. That's what it comes to do. And when Jesus shows up, he wants to make himself real to you. So when he shows up in the room, people are going to get healed. People are going to get restored. People are going to get set free. Broken hearts are going to be healed. Marriages are going to be restored. Things are going to happen to you that could never happen any other way. Things, when Jesus shows up in the room, He'll go where a doctor's knife can't go. He'll go where medication can't go. He'll go where no one else can go and set you free. And I'm telling you today, this is what the church has lacked. This is what the church has brought has gone away with. And I'm telling you right now, when the anointing shows up, everything changes for you. Your life will never be the same again. And when this anointing touches you and when this river of God begins to flow out of you, it does, church as usual is thrown out of the window. The, The normal church as usual, the normal Christianity as usual is gone out of the window and things begin to change for you. Thank you, Jesus. For too long, the church has gone away from this power. The church has gone away from this power, but I believe I'm listening to a group of people today. A generation of young people that say, enough is enough, devil. You're not going to have my generation. You're not going to have th- my, my family. You're not going to have my, my friends. Enough is enough. And if you have that kind of attitude in your spirit, God will come and touch you, not only to heal you, not only to set you free, not only to deliver you, but God will come and touch you so he can use you. Because God wants to use every single one of you to touch those people around you for his glory. Because the thing about it is, when God comes into the room and touches you, He not only touches you to set you free, but He comes to touch through you so you can touch a lost and dying world. Can you say amen? He comes to touch you so you can touch others. That's why the Bible says in Acts one eight, You shall receive power after that. The Holy Spirit comes upon you. And then what? You shall be my witnesses. You shall be my witnesses. You shall be my witnesses. In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, in the uttermost parts of the earth. So God comes to touch you. He comes to empower you, to set you free, deliver you, set you free, and heal up your broken heart. And then He sets you on fire to touch those people around you. Hallelujah. So He touches you to touch through you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what happened in the book of Acts. They were touched in in a place called the upper room. And when that power came in the upper room, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other foreign languages or what's called tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then when they went out into the streets, they began laying hands on people. They began sharing the gospel. And Peter stood and preached and 3,000 were saved. And then he preached again and 5,000 were saved. And a total of 8,000 people were saved. And then that started to, it was a domino effect after that. The fire began to spread. The church was birthed. And then now we stand in the 21st century on fire for God because this same fire that Fell on the day of Pentecost has not gone anywhere. It is still falling across the earth today in an unprecedented rate. And when this power touches you like it did on the day of Pentecost, you will not sit in a pew and just warm the pew, but you will go out and touch a lost and dying world with the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Someone said to me that they aren't feeling what everyone else is feeling in the room. Sometimes when the power comes, some are filled with great joy. Some are filled with a a, a joy unspeakable and full of glory, the scripture says. The Bible says, and in his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand is pleasures forevermore. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And some people, they see other people getting touched. They see other people getting filled, but they aren't getting filled. They're just kind of looking around and they don't know what's going on. But I'm telling you today that when you go and you get into a place where God's pouring out his spirit. You just have to get hungry. You just have to get thirsty. You just have to say, God, I don't care about anything else. I just want you. You come and touch me. And I promise you that prayer will get God's attention. He will come and touch you. He will come and fill you and he will use you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So someone said, I I don't really feel what other people are feeling. Well, that's okay. You know, I, I I lived in Florida for a few years. And I went to a place called the beach. And when you go to the beach and you lay down in the sand, you don't have to really ask yourself this question, am I going to get tanned today? Am I going to get some sun today? Well, of course you're going to get some sun today because you're out in the sun. And when you are out in the sun, you're going to get what's called a suntan. And you don't have to ask those people around you, am I going to get tan today? Am I going to get some sun today? Let me tell you, when you get into a beach in Florida and that sun is beating real hot, you are going to get either very, very red like a lobster or you're going to get real brown. So the same in Holy Ghost meetings or upper room meetings or a service where God's power is being poured out, which should be every day, every Sunday, every Wednesday and every revival service, which I pray that your church allows that to happen. But when you get into the atmosphere of heaven, It is just like you going to the beach. You don't have to ask yourself, I wonder if I'm going to get tan. I wonder if I'm going to get a suntan. Nope, you are definitely going to get a suntan. And when you get into the presence of Almighty God, it doesn't matter. Yes, uh, some are filled with great joy. Some are filled with laughing and crying and weeping. And God is touching them and healing them and restoring them. But just like you in a beach getting tan, you will receive something from heaven. Hallelujah. Maybe it's peace that you need. Maybe it's provision that you need. Maybe it's a healing in your body that you need. You will receive from heaven if you're hungry. Jesus said, blessed are those who thirst and hunger, for they shall be filled. So when you get into an atmosphere of heaven, you shall receive something if you are hungry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what is this? That's the title of my podcast. What is this? Well, if you know anything about the book of Acts, and I preached this a couple Sundays ago, and I have literally been on this subject for weeks now. I can't get it out of my spirit. I keep talking about it around people that are in my conversations. I literally cannot get away from this subject. It is burning in my spirit like never before. I have to share it. I have to keep sharing it, and I'm not going to stop sharing it until I feel... God tell me to talk about something else. Oh, is he really going to talk about this power again? Is he going to talk about the Holy Ghost? Yes, I'm going to keep talking about it because I can't get away from it. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in Acts 2 chapter 12, this is Peter talking. This is after the power of the Holy Ghost came in the, what's called the upper room. And this is what Peter said, So in verse 12, they were all amazed and perplexed and saying to one another, what could this mean? Others mocking and said, they are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to the men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days, says God I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. And on my maidservants and on my maidservants, they will experience this power from heaven. I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. That was Acts chapter 2, verse 12 through 18. So Peter stood and said, these are not drunk as you suppose. So it looked like they were drunk on some kind of substance, but this was not the the worldly substance. I'm talking about a heavenly substance that when it comes upon you, your whole life will never be the same again. You will look like a drunk man laughing uncontrollably, Crying, weeping under the power, you will experience a glory, a joy unspeakable and full of glory. But I'm telling you right now, the devil does not want you to know this. That's why this message had been so attacked over the years of tongues and getting drunk in the spirit and the the power of God. This message had been so attacked over the years because the devil knows if you get touched by this power, if you receive this power from heaven, then he is done with you. His hold upon you is broken and that's why i am so passionate about this message that's why it keeps burning in me that's why every time we have a youth service and i just begin to speak the holy spirit begins to touch those young people and they are set free and there is a reason why because he wants to set you free he wants to deliver you and set you free from everything holding you back and that's what god is doing you have to get hungry and you have to get thirsty but if you get hungry and thirsty he will come and set you free hallelujah. So Peter said, these are not drunkard as you suppose. They looked like they were crazy madmen walking around stumbling. And it was so so much power. They couldn't stand it. It, it It was unbelievable. It was full of joy, unspeakable peace, unexplainable power, immeasurable. It was beautiful. It was awesome what God was doing. And then you see what Peter did. He preached the mighty gospel and people were saved. Hallelujah. So this power is real. He said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days says God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So why does God pour out his spirit? Because first of all, he wants to make himself real to you. He wants to make himself real to you. Not only does he want himself, make himself real to you, excuse me. He wants to, glory to God, he wants to show you that he is coming back soon. He wants to show you that he is coming back soon so this power comes to heal you restore you deliver you revive you empower you and then he comes to show you that he's coming soon thank you lord jesus is coming so soon he's coming so soon and he has to get the church ready for his coming he has to get his church ready for his coming and i believe with all my heart that god is raising up a radical generation of young people full of the fire of God, marching through the land, setting the captives free. I believe with all my heart that I live in a generation that do not want church as usual, that they want the power of the upper room coming in their midst, that they do not want church as usual. They don't want a few scriptures, a couple of songs, and then go home the, the same way they came. But I believe I'm living in a generation that says, I want something more. I want something real. I want something genuine. Hallelujah. And when you receive this power as a young person, your whole life will never be the same again. Your whole destiny will never be the same again. Your future will never be the same again when you receive this power. I'm telling you right now, I was on drugs. I was an alcoholic. I was popping pills. I was doing all kinds of crazy things. I had good parents. I had a great mother. I had a great father. I had a great family that that loved God with all their heart, but I decided I was going to make stupid choices. I decided that I was going to make decisions that, that took me off track, but I'm telling you right now, there's no power. Like this power, there's no feeling that Jesus, that that this world can give, that Jesus can't override. I'm telling you right now, I received this power and it came upon me and it set me free from drugs. It set me free from alcohol. It set me free from all the things the devil tried to put on me and I will not be silent. I will not shut up. Those religious people will tell me you need to be quiet. You need to keep it down, but I'm going to crank it up a notch because I know what happened to me. I know this power came upon me and set me me free and I can't shut up because Jesus touched me, He saved me, He healed me, He restored me. And I refuse to back off on this message. I refuse to shut up and be quiet. I'm gonna shout it from the mountaintop, I'm gonna shout it from every angle of life, I'm gonna shout it in the highways, in the byways, everywhere I go that this Jesus is alive, that this Jesus touched me and healed me and restored me. My God, I'm fired up on this podcast today. I'm not gonna water nothing down, I'm gonna preach the gospel with power. Hallelujah, under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. This is not a game. This is real. There really is a heaven. There really is a hell. And we've got to tell people that Jesus is alive. This generation will be lost if we do not tell the truth and preach the gospel uncompromisingly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I feel fired up on this thing today. I am fired up. This is not your usual podcast where they get on and tell you three keys to finance your money or three keys to have a better uh, time management. I'm talking about a power that will set you free, that will take your life and change you forever, that will set you free from alcohol and drugs, that demon spirits that torment you day and night will be broken off of you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church to come alive. Come alive in the things of God. Come alive in the things of the Spirit. It's time for the church to conquer the land, march through the land, and take territory by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. God did not leave us powerless. God did not leave us orphans. God left us with the power of the Most High God living on the inside of us. Oh, Chris, you need to be quiet. No, I will not be quiet. I will not be silent. I will not shut up. I'm going to preach this gospel with everything that is within me. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to sing it. I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to cast out devils. I'm going to heal the sick. Oh, yes, we're going to do miracles, signs, and wonders by this power. And my generation shall be saved. My generation will not be lost. I'm going to tell it. I'm not going to shut up. No, I will not. I will not be quiet. Chris, you are so radical. You are crazy. Thank you. I'm so glad you think that. I know I'm nuts. I know I'm crazy. But it is funny how when I was drinking alcohol, popping pills, smoking joints, doing crazy things that no one ever told me that you were crazy. They just looked at me and said, oh, he's drunk. Oh, he's on drugs. But oh, all of a sudden that when I get a little fire in my spirit for Jesus, people begin to say you are crazy. But no one ever said anything when I was on drugs. But I'm here to tell you something. The devil does not want you to know what I'm talking about today. He does not want you to know. He does not want you to. Get a hold of what I'm talking about today. But if you get a hold of what I'm talking about today in your spirit, I promise you your whole life will never be the same. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I am so fired up. I am so fired up right now. I'm telling you right now, I feel the power of God all over me. This is real. This is real. This is what the church needs. We don't need another couple of sermons that talk about Pooh Bear and all that kind of nonsense. We need power. We need power to set people free. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, today, as I'm preaching, and I am preaching, I'm not just talking today. I got so fired up, I couldn't help it. I, I just, man, I feel it so strong. You feel something in you right now. You're like, man, I want what he has. I want what he has. I have to have it. Maybe you're on this podcast today. You're bound by drugs. You're bound by alcohol. You're bound by sin. You're bound by all the things the devil's trying to put upon you. You young person, you're battling with depression. You're battling with suicidal thoughts. You're battling with with all the things that the devil's trying to throw at you. People are bullying you. They keep talking about you. You just want to end your life. I'm here to tell you right now, you were not a mistake. God has a plan for you. God has amazing things for you. And all it takes is one call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. You're one prayer away today from God reaching down his hand and plucking you out of every pit the devil's put you in. I'm telling you right now, listen to me. You call upon the name of Jesus, he will come and he will rescue you out of every pit the devil's tried to put in you. Can you say amen? So maybe you're battling with drugs. Maybe you can't put the bottle down. You, you you're you're struggling that's what the anointing does that's what it does that's what i talked about i talked about the anointing and uh, in isaiah t- chapter 10 verse 27 it comes to destroy that yoke of bondage and that's what happened to me i was on drugs alcohol all of that but god came in by his power and set me free and he will do the same thing for you thank you jesus thank you lord so maybe you you're listening to this today you do not you do not know christ you do not know jesus You've never said, Lord, come and be the Lord of my life. This is the very beginning for you. This is the greatest day for you because today is the day of salvation. You call upon his name, you will experience a joy unspeakable full of glory. What you feel on this podcast is what's called the anointing of the Holy Spirit and he will come and wrap his arms around you and you will experience a peace you've never felt in your life. I am telling you right now. Or maybe secondly, you are battling and you, and you, you, you fell away from God. You don't know him anymore. You backslid. You it, Something came and it just rocked your world. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe Maybe you started drinking again. Maybe you you started smoking again. Maybe you backed off of the things of God. Maybe I don't know whatever happened, but there's hidden things in the heart, like anger, lust, perversion, things that are hidden on the inside of you, in the heart of man, that no one can see. But but they're they're binding you. Maybe it's lust. Maybe you can't get rid of it. But I'm telling you today, one to call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved and God will come and change your whole life. Or maybe thirdly, you, you are saved, but the devil keeps lying to you. He keeps lying. You're not saved. You don't know Jesus. You don't, this stuff is just whatever. But I'm telling you right now, you can know for sure that you are saved. Thank you, Lord. So I, you're one prayer away today. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to say this prayer and you hear the urgency in my spirit. You hear the urgency in my voice because there really is a heaven and there really is a hell. You don't have to go to hell because Jesus Christ came and he saved you from that horrible, wretched place. There's an urgency in my spirit. You must call upon the name of the Lord. You must make a decision to serve Jesus Christ. So today, right now, you might not know the Lord, but I'm telling you he's real. All it takes is one call upon his name and you'll be saved. So friend, daughter, mother, father, uncle, aunt, grandparent, whoever you are, friend, say this prayer with me right now. Say, dear Lord Jesus, go ahead and say it. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you're risen from the dead. I believe you're coming back for me. I believe you're the son of God. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I am born again and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus Christ in my heart. Hallelujah. Friend, if you said that prayer today, you just got born again, praise God. You just got saved. So now get yourself in a good Bible-based church that believes the full word of God, not half of it. No, you want the full word of God that believes in the power of the Holy Spirit, that you will grow in your faith and you will see God do incredible things in your life. Thank you, Jesus. I want to thank everybody today for listening to me on this podcast. I pray that you have been encouraged. I pray that you have been uplifted. I pray that something on the inside of you is saying, I want more. I want to be more hungry for you. God, I want more of this. I've got to have more of you. And if you pray and you ask God for more, I promise you, he will fill you today. Hallelujah. So I just want to bless you today. Thank you so much for listening. And I pray this has been a blessing. Share this with a friend. Somebody needs to hear about this power from heaven. That came on the day of Pentecost that is still here today. This message needs to get out to young people. That you don't need to be bound by drugs and alcohol and perversion and all the things the devil tries to put upon young people. But you can tap into this thing called the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the anointing from heaven. And you'll never have to go into that crazy, crazy lifestyle of sin. Thank you, Jesus. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to me today. Until next time. Love you.